hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Blog Talk Ra- Healing House Radio. And um, as we finish up our first month of the topic of clearing, I wanted to um, just kind of wrap it up with some ideas on when is a clearing really appropriate? And I wanted to go a little bit more into that because I've had some questions. And for those of you who are, you know, asking questions and making comments and things like that, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And it helps me to flesh out what it is that I want to share in a much better way. So, uh, and also for those of you, let me say outright that on the premiere of this episode, when it first airs on Thursday at two o'clock, I am in the chat room, so if you're watching this now and it's the first recording, then please come to the chat room and uh, you can ask me questions about the episode while it's going on or any other questions you'd like. For those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, I encourage you to go to the YouTube page and you can actually see the episode while we do it. So, class in session. As we finish up talking about clearing, one of the biggest and most important issues, questions, and and aspects of clearing is, does that person really truly want to be cleared? And this can seem like, you know, well, of course, who wouldn't want clearing? Who wouldn't want to, you know, have let go of something that is not serving them and have that out of their lives? Well, it's it's important to realize that people have different stories that they attach to clearing. And you could have all of the sage and all of the cedar and all of all of the everything that you could possibly want or possibly look for. And if that person really isn't done with what it is that they're dealing with, then no, a clearing isn't going to work. You know, you can be a phenomenal practitioner and if somebody is not ready to let go of something, then it's, you know, it, it really is not going to be very effective. Now, when, um, when you're talking to somebody before you're working with a clearing, that's one of the most important things is really to determine why they want the clearing. And there's something about the camera that looks a little bit off. I don't know why it just looked like it was tilted. If it's like slightly tilted, all of you who have OCD or, or, or whatever, you know, it's like, oh my God, it's like a little bit off. Anyway, so in the discussion about whether or not somebody actually wants a clearing, it's important to get a background on what it is that they are experiencing. What is it that, how long have they been experiencing it? Um, when they talk about it, is is it as if they're reliving that particular moment, you know, fully and completely again? You know, there's times when, you know, we talk about things that have happened to us, things in the past, and it's, you know, I mean, it affects us. It's really hard. But there's there's like a certain detachment when somebody's talking about something they're ready to let go of. It, it's sort of like, if you're talking to somebody who's going through a breakup and, and if that person just 
dwells completely on why did they leave me and you know we were so happy together and you know and and you know either that or they're just like really hateful about that person then maybe they're not ready to let go of the relationship they may say it's like well i'm over this i'm done i'm walking away and da 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 and there is that thing about them that still, you know, they're still checking that person's Facebook page or, you know, they won't stop following, you know, them on Instagram or whatever, that they continue to follow them. They continue to want to engage while at the same time saying, oh, no, no, I'm done. I'm done. So there's saying you're done and being done. And as a practitioner, these are the things you need to listen for. Because, like I said, it's the most important part of a clearing. It will determine the success or the failure of the clearing. Because when you take a look at what it is that they still want to hold on to, if you know, if you work with somebody and and it's like okay, and you know, because a clearing by itself, that's just the first step. There's the whole, you know, how do you rebuild this? Nature abhors a vacuum. And so do hurt feelings. And so, you know, if, if you do and you go through a clearing and you're, you know, and everything's good and solid, and then a week later, you know, they're still dwelling on whatever it is that they felt was the cause of the clearing. That's when, you know, people need something to do afterwards. People need something to incorporate in. It may be uh, you have them do affirmations. It's like, okay, for the next month. I want you to do a daily affirmation asserting the positive thing that you want to bring into your life. You know, you've let go of that. Go ahead and fill that space with something else. But people need to have something that they can use to focus on that because if they just get a clearing and don't, you know, do anything to fill that space, then all of that old stuff is going to just come creeping back in. So the idea of making sure the person really wants the clearing and making sure that they're willing to do the stuff afterwards, you know, whether it, you know, maybe you say it's like, okay, you know, you need to do uh, a a clearing bath, you know, in about a week, Uh, you need to do certain meditations. There's a lot of wonderful meditations that are out there that you can encourage people to do so that that way they've got something to focus on. You know, if this is a person who did not really want the clearing and, and little subtle things they say, if if you have somebody who says, um, you know, well, I've I've had this cleared a dozen times and it's never worked or, you know, I've tried to have this cleared and it's never worked. There's a reason why it didn't work. You know, if, if somebody has gone to that much trouble to clear something, then there's a reason that it's still there. And usually that reason is that it's not complete, that that person is not complete with the clearing. And, you know, it it really, it's very easy right afterwards. You know, it's like, oh, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling clear. I'm feeling, you know, it's, it's all, it's all clear. And, you know, maybe they're getting epiphanies, which is wonderful. You know, it's like, wow, you know, and I just thought about this and all the things I'm going to do. You know, then it comes to the daily piece of, okay, what else are you going to do? How are you going to move forward from here? 
And that's important to move forward because that's the whole point of clearing is that, you know, it's like wiping, you know, your feet off on the doormat before you go in because you don't want to track that into your space. You don't want to track that into your energy. You don't want to, um, you don't want to continue to have that field. And I'm sorry because this thing is making noise. No, I don't want messages right now. So, so, um, make sure that when, you know, somebody is, is there for a clearing that they are sure that that's what they want and that there's an agreement that if, you know, they go into, oh, well, you know, and I'm still feeling this, I'm still feeling that. It's like, okay, what is it that was left open? what was left undone what was left unclosed because we need to close that you know it's not just about you know cleaning a room it's about cleaning a room and then maintaining the cleaning i mean if you have a garden and you go and you know you somebody wants your help putting together a garden so you go to their house and you clear away all the weeds and then you you know put in the plants and you do all this stuff and, and it looks great. It looks great that day and everybody's happy. And a month later you come by and there are weeds and everything's, you know, unkept. It's like, well, did you water? Oh, well, no, no, I didn't water. Well, did you pull the weeds as they came in? No, I didn't do that, but I need this cleared. And so you go again and you clear out all the weeds and you clear out everything and, you know, you spruce everything up. It's like, okay, well, here's the list of things you need to do because maybe they didn't know what they needed to do to maintain it. Maybe they thought it was just, okay, you know, we're done. So that's the part of the practitioner that is, you know, that is a huge responsibility. Okay, you've created this beautiful space. You've cleared this garden of the weeds. And that person has to be educated about how they can maintain that garden themselves. Unless you're just going to agree that, you know, well, but, you know, I'm going to come in once a month, once a week, whatever, and I will maintain it for you. And I mean, while that's an option, it doesn't, it, it doesn't empower it doesn't help someone to see how they can keep their own garden clear of weeds. It doesn't show them that it is within their power. Yeah, I'm I'm very big on personal, you know, autonomy. I'm very big on people choosing what they want to do, whether I agree with it or not, to be able to, you know, be in their truth, to walk their own walk. They don't need to walk mine. You know, it's, it's about them learning what resonates for them and how to move forward with that. And if someone needs someone else to clear their garden, then that person has not been empowered to realize, hey, I can go pluck my own weeds. Or, you know, maybe that particular weed I kind of like. It looks, it looks unique. It looks weird. You know, maybe I'll just, you know, take it and I'd, I'd like it as a plant. Or you know, dandelion leaves are often used in, in plant medicines. So, you know, maybe that particular weed you want, but for that person to discern for themselves what they want, what they don't want, and how they want their garden to grow and what they want their garden to look like. This also applies to us, to the practitioners. We need to be really clear on what our attachment is to somebody else being cleared. 
and how that defines. And, and that's an important thing that it's one thing for someone to ask for a clearing. It's another for them to really understand what that means. And as the practitioner and as, you know, the person who's receiving the clearing, you both need to have the same definition of what it means to be cleared, because it may be that that person has a totally different idea than your concept of it. So it's really crucial to be able to say, um, you know, it's, it's the clearing is complete when, and to fill that in and to have that be something that you both agree on that is understood. You know, if somebody says, well, you know, I thought a clearing meant that I could still be hateful about that person. I just wouldn't be bothered by it. It's like, well, you know, not quite. So be very clear in your explanation of what clearing means and make sure that the definition of clearing is based on what that person needs, not what you define. Yeah, I mean, my definition of clearing and a person who I'm working with, their definition of clearing may be totally different. I need to figure out what their definition is and work within that. Now, if they think that it's like, well, I'm cleared, I can still be, you know, mean and angry, but I don't have to feel bad about it. It's like, well, that's not really what a clearing is. And to talk about what my concept is, and if my concept doesn't match up with theirs, well, then, you know, I'm sure I can recommend somebody else to do the clearing, someone else that they can work with. Obviously, I'm not the person to work with them. And that is really, really important to know if you're not the right person to do that clearing. It may be that that person, you know, the the issue around the clearing is something that is very triggering for a practi for the practitioner. In that case, no, you should not do that clearing until you've gone and gotten cleared yourself. And doing clearings is a wonderful way to figure out exactly how, you know, your garden is growing. How many weeds have you got that have prepped up while you were busy out saving the world? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, it, whether you're a practitioner of, of, you know, that you've just started or whether you've been a practitioner for decades, it's still important for us to clear our gardens and for us to do the maintenance. First off, you know, the best way to show somebody that they can believe in a work is to demonstrate that it works, to demonstrate that you use it yourself. And second, we need to walk that. If, if we're saying, you know, it's like, okay, you know, here's a way for you, get, for you to be able to um, let go of this particular issue, if that's what you're ready to do, then here's a way to do it. And this works because I, I know this can work, can work. Not everything works for everybody, but this can work because of how it has worked for me. And if people see you walking your talk, as opposed to just talking your walk, then they'll go, oh, wow, you know, this person does do that. This person does take that time to meditate. This person does work to be kind to themselves. You know, this person does, you know, make that effort to use the tools 
You know, we can't abandon our tools and then be teaching them to other people. And while nobody gets it perfect, nobody is is spot on all the time, you can demonstrate at least an effort. And what that does is it encourages others to make the effort. So when you're talking about what it is that, you know, your definition of clearing versus their definition of clearing, it's based on what it is that they can live with. Uh, if the clearing requires them to, you know, kind of go places emotionally that they're not ready to go, you know, it's important to be able to make sure that the person is able to release the things. And there may be other issues. There may be, you know, chemical issues. There may be, um, this may go like really deep and go into that place of, okay, this person needs some therapy for a while to work through a little bit more, and then they can go with the clearing. A clearing is not therapy. It is not clinical psychology. It does not replace that. If someone is having a hard time because of biochemical issues, if someone is having a hard time because of issues that are far more intricate and, and, and really involved than you are trained to work with, don't feel that you have to, you know, fix all of their problems. The clearing just creates a level playing ground. It creates an a space where the person can see okay these are the options that i can go with but it is really 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 crucial and i really want to emphasize if someone has a clinical issue that they're dealing with you cannot do this alone and you shouldn't try and you know you want the best for that person and if you want the best for that person you make sure that you be able to help them out with all options and if if you know they're having an issue with their therapist can you know encourage them to see another because we can do a part of things you know as a chiropractor there's a lot that i can do to help the body there's a lot that i can do to help people and there are things that are quite literally outside my scope of practice and that means that there's wonderful things i'm trained to do but there's a lot that i'm not trained to do i recognize those and for healers and practitioners know your scope of practice know that when you know you do your work you will do it to the best of your ability and whatever is outside of that then let that be you know if someone needs you know, more intensive emotional help. Know how to encourage them to get it. Know how to have resources. One of the things that I do is I find out, you know, people in the community, people who are clinical psychologists, people who are, you know, licensed, um, you know, family therapists, people who are MDs, who work in alignment with energetic work, who believe in holistic you know, approaches to things. And there are, in every field, there are those who believe in, in this, you know, body, mind, spirit connection and, you know, who work with folks who go to, you know, different ceremonies and are able to work within those, those guidelines for them. 
So you can find those people and be able to say, hey, here's somebody who, you know, I've, I've looked into and they really seem to be able to be in alignment with the type of growth and change that you want and the type of clearing that you want. So you can recommend that. Don't worry about being the of all and end all and one clearing and they're done. I mean, it can happen, but it's very rare. There's work that needs to be done to maintain the clearing, just in the same way that there's work to be done to maintain a proper garden, or at least a garden that grows what you want it to grow. So, when you look at what it is about the clearing, and, and you know, you can go back through the other episodes for this month and, you know, look at some of those things with clearings. And if you have any other questions, please put them in the comments. Uh, the best part about putting your questions in the comments is that more than likely somebody else has the same question. So post the questions in the comments and then I can answer them, you know, to the best of my ability, or I can connect you with, or I can you know, bring in somebody who might, who would be able to answer them better. The trick is, is to understand that anything you do as a healer is just part of the healing. It's not the entirety of it. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We do the best we can with the tools that we have. And being able to provide that for people is wonderful and amazing. And like I said, it is possible that, you know, something can, you know, come up and, and just be it be that thing that, that puts it all into place. But most of the time, it's about you take that first step, and then once the clearing is done, then you teach maintenance. So don't be afraid of that part. Don't be afraid that, you know, oh, wow, I did it and, and it didn't work. Well, maybe it just needs more work on that person's part. You know, you just open the doorway. It's up to them to walk through. So be gentle with yourselves, you know, be gentle in your clearings, come from that really good heart space, come from that place of love, come from that place of wanting that person to have the best of what they can have and what they can create for themselves. Come from that place of empowering them, having them feel like they really do have what it takes to have a beautiful garden all on their own and it will be theirs. And most of all, trust that you did enough, that you did the right thing. Don't worry about, you know, what you, what else you could have done. You know, because spirit has a wonderful way of guiding us, you know, however you define that. That's, then we'll be covering faith in, in, you know, upcoming episodes. So the idea that you yeah, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Just believe in something. Believe in something that is bigger than you that you can trust to guide you through this process because it's not you clearing. It's bringing in the energy that does the clearing. But you're going to be just fine with it. And like I said, if you have any questions, uh, please put them in the comments. Or you can also get a hold of me through the Facebook page, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And if you like, you can join there. You can follow me on Twitter. 
if you find value in this and if you feel that others might benefit, then please share the video, uh, like it. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Right now I'm working on uh, qualifying for the YouTube Partnership Program, which means uh, 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 viewing hours in a year. So I'm working towards that. So if you would you know, feel you can help me with that, that would be awesome. And also, if you would like to support in a slightly higher way, uh, in the links, there is, or in the description, there's a link to my Patreon account where you can sponsor me for as little as $2 a month, I think it is. So, thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for participating in this. And, well, we'll see you next week. And until then, as always, I wish you balance. And I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Class dismissed.